from Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, it feels good to be back. Uh, about 95%, hopefully. Um, 95? About 95. Hey, no, no one's ever 100. But uh, yes, it's uh, definitely good to be able to sit down and talk sports again. Uh, we haven't really been able to do in a couple weeks except for a little impromptu live session on monday night which followed with a, a hospital with visit. a hospital visit right the after. next day um uh let's just say i woke up and uh i was given you were given an ultimatum i was given an ultimatum, the ultimatum was get your uh, clothes on you get in the car we tried it's not working you are going to the hospital and uh she's like i plan on having a wedding in december not planning a funeral so well it Kind of goes hand in hand, though, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could be the beginning of an end. Eh, I don't know. Third time's a charm, right? But anyways, so third I, third I times a charm. <laughs> I like that. So I go to um, a, a hospital. I won't mention where. We're not going to talk about that. Let's, and let's, um, let's stay on the sports topic. Let's not go on. Let's not go and bash I'm, radical. I'm just people. saying. No, I'm just saying. Hey, I'll just cut your mic off. And they, they gave me some. Um, the monoclonal antibodies, and I met the criteria by one day. Said that you had, you know, it's seven to ten days from initial diagnosis. Really? So they make you wait it out until? No, until you, there's that's a what window. I mean. That's what I'm saying. You had to go at least seven. You were, you had to be between the from, seven from the and first day, day you're diagnosed to the tenth day. That's the only time they'll actually administer this, you know, blood fusion. Is that what it was? It was like a blood transfusion yeah so what they do is um they take you know people donate antibodies and we know somebody that does yes, mr hesterman and so they'll take those antibodies and then you know they drew blood from me and then they mix they separate the white blood cells and whatnot from mine and then they mix them with the donated antibodies and then it gets you know put back into my body through an iv it's not bad. Did you get any? Uh, did you get any other IVs besides that? Yeah, they had hydration. Or yeah, they had uh, the saline. So the, I I took a bag of that, and then um, uh, they had to they had to do something else. Um, but then they just you know switched out the the port basically. So it in went the the bag of the antibodies, and um, well, I can tell you right now, you look ten times better. Well, that's interesting. The fuck is going on? It's the tornado sirens going off here in South Lyon. There's something we should know about. Hmm. I didn't know we were supposed to get weather. Oh, let me check my. Uh, it's. I don't see. You got a warning or anything? I don't see anything. But anyways, they. Um, fuck it. It is what it is. So the antibodies go in and excuse the siren, which is really 
bummer. Um, you know, it's all, it could have been any, it could be anywhere in Oakland County. True. And that's the reason why that, that siren's going off. True. Um, so anyhow, <clears throat> they do the, the, you know, the antibody infusion. And then usually it's two days. You start to feel, um, you know, the benefits of it. And, uh, it took a couple of days, took a couple of days. And then, uh, starting yesterday, I really started to feel like normal, get my color back in. And, uh, so God hope I'm on the back end of this uh, mess and, uh, you know, we can put it in the back burner and, and move forward. Yeah, this is weird. So I got the weather up right now and it says eight o'clock, it's going to be a 30% chance of rain. And then it's 60 at nine and it's 90% at 10, but hmm. it doesn't say anything. And it, dude, it is supposed to rain all freaking night long. Great. Great. Oh, well. But hey, speaking of raining, talk yeah. about raining losses. We're going to talk about <laughs> raining losses for our Pontiac Pussycats. Um, it never uh, fails to uh, intrigue me how they find ways to lose every single week. And today, today, you know what? I, now, I didn't watch the game per se. I didn't watch it. I listened to it. You know, today I decided yeah. to, uh, you know, make a a nice afternoon out of it went to sierra trading post and i'll talk about that a little bit later then we went downtown went to hamtramck um went to polish village cafe got some good food and then kind of just drove around through downtown got out of the car did a little bit of walking up and down through downtown uh it was good it, but listen to that game oh my i mean i facetimed you on the way home it was oh. ridiculous well i mean to start the first half off with you know their first drive they go for it on fourth down uh, it was fourth and goal. They were at about the two and absolutely get stuffed. Why Why do we do that? I mean, here's the thing. So if you look, if you sit and look at it, yeah, and now this is me just listening to the game, not watching the game, me listening to the game. If if you would have taken those opportunities that you went on fourth and goal and you added those up, you'd put yourself in a much better position. They could have scored, gone for a touchdown, needed a two-point conversion to tie. Exactly. Yeah. So they 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 fail on fourth and goal then um they get a possession where you know they're in they're inside the bear 10 and um you know frank ragnow just decides to snap the ball and uh as goff's going to call out protection uh, he snaps the ball deflects off goff and ends up in a bear, in a bear's hands only the lions can that happen to and then they get a uh they get a fumble they get a fumble. So out of three possessions within the Bears' 10 in the first half, two turnovers, one turnover on down, no points. I mean, it, it doesn't get any worse for a team than that. Now, during the course of during the course of the whole week, we've had we've had multiple people say, you know, they're already calling for the dude's job. I mean, the guy, you know, he's four games in the season. Now, granted, this is not the first time he's been a head coach. He's been a yeah, head coach he's before. Interim in Miami. He was interim. Um, but you know, okay, you look today, Robert Sala got his first win, <laughs> you know, and mind you, I that was kind of one of those uh plays. It he had to wait on uh Bullock's yeah. leg to fail his field goal. But but the, to, to but the thing is, is like 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 what are we doing? It's like I've come to the conclusion that in my lifetime, in probably my child's lifetime, <laughs> we will never see We'll never see a Super Bowl ever. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, he was bad, and and I've tried to give Dan Campbell the benefit of the doubt, and and I get it. it's a young team that has 
zero talent. Their best player on the football field is their punter. Um, so with that being said, you go for you're down by ten with five minutes to go. You need a field goal at minimum. Yeah, he and goes I for another one. And on I could not. Down. I could not even understand. You hurry up, but you had time. Well, so you he, hurry up and you get to the line, and and you telegraph you, the pass exactly. And Cephas is sitting in the middle of the field, wide open, just wide open. Um, but again, you know, the shouldn't have even come to that. It should have been kicked. They should have kicked him because they had two timeouts, and they were under five minutes. And they've been making some nice plays on defense. Justin Fields was brought down the reality in the second half. But then, why, why? Why do we always the Lions? The Lions are always the team that makes a the, mediocre the, yeah. a mediocre quarterback. And Justin Fields, yeah. he's a rookie. Can he can he get better? <clears throat> yes, sure. but right now he's mediocre. Right after last week's performance with a mediocre coach, they 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 look they they look like they're Super Bowl contenders in the first half. They did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, David Montgomery on. was just absolutely mollywhopping that defensive line, um, and then he gets hurt. You know, unfortunately for Chicago, but um, but then you know you look at Campbell's decision to throw a challenge flag. You know, in the third quarter, yeah. I, I mean, Robinson made the catch. It was it was clear, and every replay that they showed after that showed he got two feet inbounds. He throws a flag. My question is, who's telling him to throw the flag at that point? But you know, let me tell you that that challenge flag. It that challenge what him throwing the challenge flag don't mean shit. You wanna know why? It that challenge flag did not determine the outcome of that game. No. I all. mean it was it was piss poor play calling. Um they they were very predictable. They did not run they abandoned the run completely. I think well, you yeah, know yeah, when you get down like that, Jamal you Williams have to, you have to. Jamal Williams looked really good and, and DeAndre Swift looked good at times and they just completely abandoned it. Um Hawkinson, where's he been? Well, since he's the primary target, he's probably getting double, triple teamed. And therefore, they're like, well, we can cover the outside guys. We just need to contain Hawkinson. It, it seems like he throws to um, number 11. Isn't it? You know, it's sad that we can't even, we don't even know. Raymond? Raymond. Raymond. It's Raymond. Yeah. He's looked really well. I mean, he's a good, he's like a good slot receiver. But where's Cephas? Where is Hodges that they brought in from Cleveland? Why are these guys not in the game plan? I, I, I just I don't see Goff going to these guys. Cephas, I think he had two or three targets all game. Uh, Hodge had one target, and he dropped the ball. So it's like they're not distributing the ball. And I, and I think Goff's getting in a situation where he's finding somebody that he can rely on, and he's forcing it. And and then you you top that with there's, there's he's not getting any protection whatsoever. Well, then you look at it from this standpoint, the game that's currently going on right now, former mm -hmm. quarterback alliance, he's really not looking good. He's got two picks. Yeah. I think the score is what, 34, 35, 34-13 with they're gonna go into the fourth two picks, quarter. And he's been we've watched we've been watching the game <clears throat> and he has been targeting Cooper Cup. Oh all game hanging leaving him out to try just like i mean i'm telling you right now we talked about this mm -hmm. he's gonna he's gonna end that dude's career kind of like he he gave calvin pretty much a lot of those injuries yeah he laying him out like that he put it middle. up he'd yeah. put it up for him to go get it and you know he, he'd pay the price there was a, a particular play that we that got us talking about it was i mean he threw it into triple coverage essentially it was a beautiful throw and he made the catch 
Oh, I know. But he, you know, he had to go up and get it, and he got he got hit from the right, and then the guy coming over the middle took him out. And you're you're leaving your receivers, you know, on islands out by themselves, and then he's made some bad throws. I mean, you know, Arizona's got it; they got a sneaky defense, so they're 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 rushing him. He's very uncomfortable in the pocket, yeah, and it's and definitely he's, not a cupcake their, game. Their running him. game not is non-existent. So yeah, and this is really well. The then first, Sony and then Sony Michelle gives up a fumble. a fumble. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And, it's like you got to protect that ball. Sure. I mean, everybody wants to crown him the king, but it's like, you know, this is the first real big test. And, and, and he's looking, he's looking like the Matt Stafford we're used to seeing around here. But um, granted, he, it, granted, he is a good quarterback. Yeah, sure. He, he, sure he's he a great quarterback. He was he's in a good system that he was that, penalized for years yeah, being here. He's got, he's got talent around him, which, you know, outside of, you know, Megatron, who did he really have, you know, and he never, when he had a nice receiver core, he didn't have a line. Yeah. So, I mean, when you take the snap and you're media, you just got to get rid of the ball. It's, it, it's tough. Yeah, exactly. But I'm thinking right now I, I look at the schedule and I don't see a win on that schedule till week 14. And that's, that's a big question mark against Atlanta in Atlanta. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, they, they're possibly there's a good chance, a very strong chance that they could go zero and seventeen. They're going to be the first team to go zero and sixteen, and the and first team to go zero and seventeen. Exactly. Um, so I, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, it, today, today it was lack of talent and really bad coaching. Um, you can't have both and succeed. You, you got to have a situation where, you know what, if the team's dragging ass. Your coach has got to step up and you got to motivate. And and I like the fact that I don't know, I don't think it's a lack of Dan Campbell motivating his players. I think an experience. I think what it is, I think what it's gonna end up being is what's gonna be his downfall or the uh the kryptonite for him mm -hmm. um or the end that's gonna be him is just the ridiculous play. Right. I mean in the NFL, you have to if you have an opportunity to get points, you go after and you get points. Especially when you you're struggling to get points. To to quote, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, struggling. Oh, what the hell's in his name? The the quarterback of the Jets, the Hall of Famer. Oh, oh, Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Yeah. Struggling. I, and when you're a struggling I franchise, wanna, I want to kiss you. you. Know, like, Susie Colbert. I love it. So, anyways, if you're you know you're struggling to to put points on the board, you got to get points when you can. I mean, there was a nice drive, especially their first drive going going uh, into the five, and you come up empty. It's it's debilitating to an offense. But let's put it. But let's look at it in this this aspect. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm trying to give the guy a little bit of credit, but to his credit is running out with with, with me. But <clears throat> do you think maybe it's He's not comfortable with his kicker. Is the reason why? Well, that I mean, but still, I mean, that was going to be that would be a, a it was a chip, chip shot. shot. It was I mean, a, even closer than an extra point. Hey, there was a chip shot in that yeah. in that jet scheme that yeah. went wide left. Mm -hmm. I mean, th there is definitely a question mark of the kick kicker, but you know, he proved he he kicked a big field goal last week under pressure, and oh. you know, I, we got a we had a nice comment off next. Oh, amen, brother. JP, I watching the game. Hey, I could on, hear let's, that. Let's wait to the next segment. Let's oh. get over the lines we'll, first. We'll, we'll definitely then we'll start talking. We'll go about into that. that. 
man, you're just jumping around. Well, so, hey, you yeah. got a nice comment here going on. But, you know, shit, since you brought it up, I guess we're just going to go right to it, yeah. I guess. Michigan. Woo! Michigan. And, you know. Hey, you know what, though? I will tell you right now, they looked, it looked eerie right off at, off the rip. That's for sure because um, they weren't doing shit. They were doing nothing in the first quarter, in the first half. Well, first off, I want to say, uh, I put a post on our Facebook page about, is this Harbaugh's best win so far? And the reason why I, I posted that question was, it was their first, first win uh, on the road as an underdog. In going into a place that, you know, the Giant and I... They haven't won since, what, 2001? Yeah. The Giant and I are, you know, familiar with going down to... Uh, going up to Madison and and getting destroyed. So you take a game where ah, Wisconsin won in two, okay? You've had a pretty pretty rough schedule coming in. They're, they weren't really a one-in-two team, if you ask me. Um, so you take that, you take Michigan being the underdog, you take Harbaugh's inability to win a big game on the road, and they turned it around, and they came out with a victory. I, I think... That alone, in my opinion, outside of the one year that he beat Michigan State, I think that's the most meaningful win for them. But early on, you're right. Um, the 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 call play calling on offense, it seemed like they ran one run play over and over and over again. Yeah, it was like <clears throat> up the gut. It was or it, it was or it was, was a, a counter. It yeah. was a, it was a counter. It would go either left or right, and. Um, the the run game was very very suspect, and I just outside of the flea flicker pass that that McNamara had in the first uh, quarter to Cornelius Johnson, he looked like shit. Yeah, his passes are 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 underthrown. He misses the receivers. He just he looked very uncomfortable out there. Uh, and and to me, I think the team reacts better when McCarthy is in there. You put McCarthy in on like a fourth and goal. On, on the one, and, and he takes the ball up the middle. That's a true freshman, and that's that's a lot of cojones for a kid that young coming into that situation. They needed that touchdown. Oh, yeah. And he, sure. got it. he so, got it. <clears throat> so to me, I, I felt like that might have been like the beginning. I thought we were going to see McCarthy a little bit more, and he came out and started the second half. But I just – McCarthy's throwing to me, I mean <laughs> – it's it's like Joe Milton in a sense where he he's missing guys bad. They'll be wide open. He I, I don't know how many passes I've seen. You saying cutting? You said uh, McNamara. You said who are you talking? McNamara. About? Okay. McNamara. Well, you said you said McCarthy. Oh, I'm sorry, McNamara. I don't know how many passes I've seen him throwing behind the receivers. It was just and thankfully for that that defense, that front that front defense of of yeah. Hutchinson. Hutchinson. And yeah, uh, they're, I mean, they're, it's a, they're dominant. Uh, David Ajabo, the uh, linebacker, he, he was, he was a, all over the field yesterday. Two and a half sacks. Uh, Dax Hill had a game. I mean, they, they, they brought with the try toward the end of the first half where Wisconsin had two or three um, big passes, and Graham Mertz looked like uh, the Graham Mertz that played us. So two years ago or last year, uh, which could have could have set the tone for the second half, and and Michigan came out 
uh, and put it behind them. And and I, I is that a, a testament to their coaching? <clears throat> is is this a new era? A Harbaugh is is, I mean, everyone knows I'm not a fan. Yeah, but I I honestly like to go back to what your what your question was about was this his biggest? What we should we consider this his biggest win? <coughs> I'm gonna say respectfully no because the Wisconsin team I want to I want to beat is the team that is kicking everybody's ass. Well, sure. And speaking of ass kicking, let's uh, let's bring this guy in here right now. We got uh, hey, dude, what a fucking shirt, Johnny. Hey, hey, turn your phone sideways. Uh, dress professionally on the show. Hey, you got to turn your phone sideways. I don't want to look at. I want a full screen of you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hey, from the neck up, though, it almost looks good from the shoulders up. You know. Did you shave your chest today or what? Yeah, I'm working on it. They're cleaning up around the house a little bit. <laughs> What's going on? So, what'd you think of that game? I thought awesome, man. It was uh, it was encouraging at moments to see uh, the passing game pick up a little bit. Roman Wilson had a big breakout game yesterday. <laughs> he he was he was the uh, when they needed a when they needed a big play. Yeah, it seemed like that's who he would key in on. You, I mean, do you think that's one of Harbaugh's? You think that's Harbaugh's best win? Yeah. Or is it, you think that's you think that? But that's not like that's not the biggest win that he could get. You know, no. obviously. No. I mean, thus far, you know, I mean, all the intangibles were there to say they're going to blow this game. Yeah. Going on the road to a house of horrors, you haven't won in twenty years. You're the underdog. Wisconsin's coming off of dreadful fourth quarter against Notre yeah. Dame. That was a recipe for a disaster for Michigan. And they went in there and they closed the book. And, yeah. and you know, JP, you know, I experienced the jump around. That's amazing in Wisconsin. I mean, everything, that's a bucket for anybody. Did you guys see how fired when up I saw, the team was? It was, a, it was a bucket for the team, too, because the team was going When I saw too. Michigan, the whole team jumping around, I at that point, this game over. Because yeah. they were so fired. I haven't seen that team that fired up in a long time. It, it, it was definitely a, a, a good thing to see. I mean, like I said, though, per se, it's probably his best win, but I don't think it was the best Wisconsin team that we've seen, obviously. No. They're not even in the top 30, I believe, in rushing offense, and that's kind of unlike a Wisconsin team. So, I mean, two years ago when we were there, that you know Taylor just oh, yeah. mowed us down, and, and they don't have that type of back. They have that type of defense still, but uh, – and then when Mertz went down with the man that hit Hill put yeah. on him, oh man, oh, yeah. that was beautiful. Did you Clean see the one? And, you see the one where Corum met that cornerback in the hole and put him out of the game. Oh, so he's a tough little runner, man. They're aggressive. That team's aggressive. Yeah, they, yeah he's a uh, well. He's got a low center of gravity, so you know he can get down there and. Uh, yeah, he's not going to get moved around too. Either. But I do like the fact that they were able to put points on the board, and you know, either him or Haskins were really effective. Yeah. Um, you know, the well, line, the line, over 100 yards. They haven't given Ooh. up. Uh, we rushed for over 100 as a team, Wisconsin. Uh, as a team. Well, as a only, team, yeah, it's like 112. Notre Dame, I think, only rushed for 30 something yards against them. So. Well, that's Notre Dame. They're proving to be, uh, they might be a little bit overrated. Yeah, but they, they they also got a good running back. <laughs> they sure looked really overrated yesterday against Cincinnati. 
Uh, Did they look overrated or Cincinnati underrated? I've well, I, you know what? I think Luke Fickle's got that team playing real good. Those guys believe in they, him. Yeah, um, they do. And they've I, they've got a quarterback who, in my opinion, uh, I think Ritter is, if not one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the country. He yeah. can run. He can throw. He's he's got a great football IQ. He's experienced. I think he's a fifth year senior. Mm -hmm. uh, he would look really good here in Detroit. I'll tell you that much. And Cincinnati might have a chance to slip in there, man. If they win the table, they deserve a shot in the in the, in the, the oh the yeah playoff. for sure. Yeah, with who oh, I, I agree. No question about it. They get a, they get a seat at the table. Maybe get a plate. Maybe a maybe a fork or a spoon or something. But yeah, they deserve to be there. You know who would be a good uh, good hire for USC? Old Luke Fickle. I tell you right now, he he's not going. Anywhere. I don't. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think he likes. He just signed he likes a long term. I think he, they just gave him a seven year extension. Don't you want a power five job? You know what I mean? Or are you going to try to move merge them into a power five conference? It could be a merger. Yeah. I mean, it's still well, Cincinnati's going to the Big Twelve. Yeah. 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 Or Dude, here's here's te Texas. Texas is doing something real, or was it Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC? Yeah, they're they're the, going to get absolutely. The Big Twelve is te the Texas, fan base is killing them on that one. Texas is going to be like the joke, the doormat of the of yeah. the SEC. Uh, well, I, here's a name you could look at. What about um, row the boat there in Minnesota? You think he might jump ship and no. go out to USC if they came calling? I think his he I think his he's already peaked his. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to be any better than they are. I think that's pretty much the end and of the I road. And I think him going, to, him going to Minnesota was, I think, career-wise, wasn't the, the smartest I think it was like a him. lateral move for him, I think, at that period of time. I yeah. mean, because Western Michigan was a damn good team, and they just yeah. kind of lateral they, they They went to the well, – they were in the one of the final games. So, yeah. but I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see, uh, of course, all the, the Urban Meyer talk and – yeah. Is he going to jump ship after one year? You know what? It's Urban Meyer. He's quit on Florida. He, you know, he's yeah. quit on other teams. All right. So I wouldn't shock me. So now that you brought up Urban Meyer, uh, circulating, what the fuck is? Was he down there getting his pecker grinded on by somebody? Is there was a on? picture <laughs> that that came up of some girl, very young female, had oh, her head on his shoulder. He was sitting at a bar somewhere. Was that recently, or was uh, that, it was? He, it looked like he had an Ohio State sweater on. From what I understand, it was uh, recently, within the last couple of days. Hey, maybe the guy goes grocery <laughs> shopping with an upside down pineapple in his cart. Never know. <laughs> I mean, his wife yeah. might be into that shit. All right. Oh, hey, you know what? Or has a big star on the front of their house. I, you know what? I walked down the street and I saw a big star in somebody's <laughs> house, and I was like, "Are those fucking people swingers? Swing, bada bada bada, swing." Better. Hey JP, that's you know what JP, that's what you that's what you need to do. You need I'll to put you need knock to, on no. the door. Hey, you need to get one of those cameras like and just walk around the grocery store with an upside down pineapple <laughs> and nothing else in your cart. Just put like four or five pineapples <laughs> in that front rack, all upside down, and tell me tell me what uh transpires. Oh dude, walk through downtown Wyandotte with walk through downtown Wyandotte with uh just down know, with, river. A, with a shirt with a pineapple upside down. Just right? down oh, river. Yeah. You, yeah, there you go. Yeah, hit, bring it down to the uh, the uh, the new crib there, and the uh, taco, the taco hop yesterday, as they say, was lit. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. 
This guy's over here coughing like crazy. He's wheezing and shit. Yeah, he's but, wheezing the juice. No. Yeah. <clears throat> Buffing the weasel. No. But, hey, good talk to you guys. I got to run, though. All right, man. You got to work? No, it's Sunday, Sunday dinner. You're going to go find somewhere oh. new to eat today. Oh, fantastic. Well, I, have you been to Portofino's yet? I haven't. I have not. I've heard mixed reviews that uh, Gregorio's or whatever that you seen me in the, the other day. Yeah. That was really, really good. Oh, I like that place. Um, yeah. Have you been to Oak Street Cafe? No. Might, another one I'll have to try. There's so many yeah. out here. Uh, yeah. I, I Remember, I got a lot of downriver peeps. I can give you some insight. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, all right, All right, y'all. man. All right. Peace. Peace out. Have a good week. Later. Yeah. Hey, before he's bye, I'm like, see you, dude. Gone. He gone. He gone. Bye. Hey, he didn't have to hang up. I hung up on him. <laughs> That's what I got. So Michigan State played against Western Kentucky. <clears throat> yeah. um, uh, I caught glimpses of that game, and I'm not a Michigan State fan no. because I'm just not. So I'm not going to dedicate my time to sit down and, and watch them, but um, the couple times I peeked in over that they were they were doing well. Well, Western Kentucky, their 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 schedule or their record really doesn't show what they really are. They can score. They've got a you know they were competitive. Uh, I do like the fact that um what's his name there uh, Peyton Thorne. I mean to me. I mean, there was a debate a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, on uh, ninety-seven-one, I heard, you know, who would you rather have, Peyton Thorne or or McNamara? And of course, the 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 Michigan homies uh, were all like, "Oh, I'd, it's, it's I'd rather have McNamara." I I I think Peyton Thorne's a better quarterback yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, um, and his stats you go stats show that. Yeah, the stats, you know, the stats don't lie. No. Um, he was a huge upgrade over uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle oh from my last God. year. Rocky and 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 Michigan proved what Rocky's worth was when he played Northern Iowa, sixty-three to whatever the hell they scored, like ten, whatever. But um, Peyton, you know, he's it's shaping up to be a showdown here uh, on Devils Night <laughs> uh, at the end of the month. Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, that is going to be a that's going to be a crazy weekend. It, it, State got back to, you know, their game yesterday, it looks like. Kenny Walker rushed for 126, three times a touchdown machine. Um, yeah. But, but you know, I'm like, you know, you said a little bit ago, you, you that's not the Wisconsin team you want to see Michigan uh, win. Uh, this is the Michigan State team that I think <clears> – <throat> We all want to see. We want to see an oh, undefeated. Oh, I definitely want to see. Clash. I want to see two undefeateds. I want to see two teams that are heavy in the run. Right. So it really, the game plan is going to be: I'm going to keep running until you can stop me. Mm -hmm. And then, but here's what I mean: I don't have a much faith in uh, McNamara if he's if he's QBing. I don't have I, against back and forth. I'd rather see McCarthy out there. Well, it's going to be a situation where you're going to need your defense to. Uh, make some big plays. Get some turnovers. <laughs> oh, my God. This fucking comment. <laughs> let, me, let me get it up on the screen. My man over here, Mr. Corey, so that I see somebody hasn't got their taste back from Rona wearing that Browns jersey. Oh, Browns. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let them have it. That's, that's <laughs> let them have it, man. That's my dad. That's a shot for my dad. Oh, man. My good old man. pops. That's Mr. Corey checking in from uh, Grand Rapids. Yeah. Coming, you know, call, coming all the way from Grand Rapids, from the Beer City, USA, formerly of 
the Upper Peninsula. The verified real Vanilla King. Yes. What is up with it, Vanilla Face? And he, you know, and uh, he he said one day he's going to come out here and he's going to he's going to hang out. Well, I, I he was I on Twitter. It. He was on Twitter today asking if anyone was going to be at the Michigan Michigan State game. I was going to suggest let's do a Twitter Twitter friend or Twitter hangout here at the Speakeasy. Let's put it. Let's put a. Uh, invitation out right now anybody that follows us on twitter on facebook whatever michigan michigan state fan it doesn't matter football college football fan doesn't matter let's do it let's have a meetup is that a is that a uh, noon start noon i kick? i have a feeling no, hold on. are they playing in east it's Lansing? in it's in ann arbor oh it's in ann arbor. it's in ann arbor so i feel like um if both teams are undefeated going in michigan's obviously in the top 10 states that far behind them that could be a college game day uh, weekend, so let's let's do a meetup. Let's uh, let's have a have a, a meetup here. We'll put some food on the the Blackstone. Is that going to require me to cut my grass, clean my yard up a little bit? You've got three weeks. I can help you with that. <laughs> Hold on here. We've been trying to fix that fucking fence for a while <laughs> since the, before. You know, I don't know. Beginning with spring. Yeah, I, I, Ryan, I, I thought it was in East Lansing too this year because last year it was in Michigan. Well, no, because the game, Ohio State game, here. <clears throat> I don't mean shit. It, it they were on the same schedule. I thought it was here. Looking it up right now. East oh, Lansing. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. It's in I East Lansing. Either way. We can have a meet up here. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I bet you I bet you he wants to go to the game so he can hang out with some other people. Cooler than us. Oh, that's true. Cool way well we're, cooler. We're just than a us. couple of bodies. But you know feeders. what though? He's a state fan though. That's the that's the thing. Is he? Yeah, that's why he wants to go to East Lansing. Nope, nope. Doesn't matter what he says. Mm. You know, he'll be on there going rah 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 to the Michigan, but deep down inside. He's a green and white guy. <clears throat> He's swinging both ways. He probably is. <laughs> anyway, so moving on from there, um, I do want to uh, touch a little bit <sighs> on um, the Tigers. Even though we uh, fell short of a 500 season, I'm super proud of the way this team was because I'll tell you right now, they won about 50 more games. Uh uh, 50 more games than I thought they were going to win, to be honest with you. I recall uh, probably two or three weeks into the season, I said to you, I said, they're going to give the 05, was it the 05 or 04 team a run for their money? That that uh, The record of losses? Uh, 04, a, I believe. I think it was the 04 yeah. team. So they're going to give them a run for their money. They just they looked god-awful to start the season. Now, would you think that's player development or you think it's AJ Hinch putting the guys I, in the right spot? I think that's uh, AJ Hinch not knowing exactly what he had um, and just kind of getting a feel for who, where he needs to play, who needs to play um, young pitch staff. Um, but the, the, the stats show there was only two months where they had a losing record. It was April and August. <clears throat> um, so to me, I think the question I pose to you is, is this they're going to finish, you know, depending on what they do today. I, I haven't, the game just started today. Um, but, you know, if they lose today, they're going to be 10 games under 500. 
Yeah, and I, you and, know what, and I can handle that. And and it, can you gauge that as uh, somewhat of a success? I I think yes, because he had such little talent to work with. And then you know you look at the the the, the situation like with Dan Campbell, such little to work with, but he's not helping his cause. AJ Hinch has made he's pulled the right strings, he's pushed the right buttons, and at times. Uh, and for a little while, they were they were in a, a battle for second place. And how good would that have looked for them to finish second in the Central? I mean, that would have been a huge, huge accomplishment in his first year. No, um, I agree. I mean, you know, I was the I was probably one of the the biggest doubters going into this year. A because you know, obviously AJ Hinch came into the season with some baggage. Well, you know that is for sure. He had some baggage. That but he owned it. Oh yeah, he, he owned he, it one hundred percent, and he, you know, he took he was suspended for an entire year. And- yeah, he, you know, he owned it, but but still, it was a lot of you know. Obviously, he didn't get the um, you know, he didn't get the same treatment that a lot of the players did at a lot of other stadiums of you know banging on the garbage sure. can and everything like that. Like yeah. they got, um, you know, George Springer, he couldn't handle it, so he went up to Toronto, <laughs> so they couldn't be banging on the garbage cans. But uh, I. I think next year is very promising. I think we are just maybe a couple pieces away. I think, um, I think they need to really shore up that left side of the infield. Mm-hmm. They need to get uh, Candelario can play third, mm-hmm. uh, shortstop. Uh, I got a feeling they're going to go real hot and heavy with Carlos Correa. From everything I've been reading uh, this week, uh, from like uh, John Heyman, yeah, MLB. All the you know the the quote unquote talking heads, the experts, um, they're all in agreement that it's no secret the Tigers are going at. They have one guy that they are keying in on, and it's Carlos Correa. But here's but here's the thing that goes with that though is yeah, would I like to have him? Yeah, but at what cost? We I mean, you know just yeah. as well as we're, I do. We're, the Tigers in, we're are- living we're living now the back half of a mega contract and we're seeing the the sort of uh ill-fated aspects of overpaying for a but at the time that they signed cabrera they had to pay they had they had to or they were going to lose them well and here's the situation you know you know like with the rams we were talking earlier you know the this the rams put all their eggs in stafford's basket to win now and if they don't win in the next couple of years, it was all for naught. Similar situation with the Tigers. They were ready to win now. It was a contract year. They they had to do what they had to do. I get it. Yeah. But they didn't win. And it didn't bring them to the promised land. Now we're seeing, you know, the costs of it. There's been hesitation to spend money because they've got his massive contract on the books. Yeah. And Field, uh, uh, Prince and Fielder. They, you know, yeah, they're, yeah, they're still paying a bunch of guys to <clears throat> not be here. They've played it smart in a sense where they've gotten rid of a lot of bad contracts, and now Miggy's down to what two more years after this, and uh, very manageable. I, so they're from they're a payroll. financial from a, a financial standpoint, it's very manageable for them to go right. out and sign that piece. But what they do have coming up through the pipeline is very promising. Kleiner down in, uh, you know, in Toledo, who you know he's kind of the 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 forgotten about of the the three that got promoted from Erie. He's yeah, the, the Torkelson Tor- <coughs> Green, Green and who ding- grew- and the Dinger, the Dingler. <laughs> the Dingler's the, not. I think Dingler's in Toledo. I didn't see him 
on the stat line. He did. They all three went up at the same time. Yeah, unless he went back. I don't. Down. I think he's back down. Okay. I don't. I don't think he's uh, there with them right now. But Riley Green. I mean, he's got OPS over 900 since he's been up with Toledo. He he will be. To me, I see Riley Green. You know, day one. If not day one, then May one. Yeah. Uh, coming. Yeah. I. You know what? Coming, I fucking. Uh, I hate all of that. All that stuff. It's a business. It's, All, it's like, hey, I'm, if I don't play this guy till May first, I retain yep. you more. I, I retain mm -hmm. another service year, so nobody can take him from me. Yep. Um, I, I honestly hope that you know you see uh, Torkelson at first base. Jonathan Scope is going to be your second base guy. Mm -hmm. Your third, your third base is going to be Candelario. Mm -hmm. um, your and shorts, your shortstop, hopefully, is going to be <clears throat> Carlos Correa or somebody. You have Simica. You have story yeah, you have marcus simeon who hit 44 home runs this year yeah no under nobody the radar. nobody talks under the about radar because he played in under the radar toronto yep nobody talks about him yep because who's in toronto you got Vlad, Vlad, boat yeah you got those um, guys fielding wise springer he's springer's up there too yeah fielding wise uh, springer is uh, they espn did like a tier of of um free agents and surprisingly he, they had Marcus Simeon in their tier one level of free agents, which offensively, yeah. Defensively, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if, if he's an upgrade defensively over what they have now. Um, but uh, offensively, well, that would be a nice stick to, to put in front of Miggy or after Miggy in front of Can Candelario. That, that would be good. So you have about four or five potential Candidates, I'm worried about Trevor Story. Yeah, He's, career Story, 206 outside of Colorado. Exactly. That and, scares me. And he was because of the <laughs> – it's a very uh, home run uh, friendly ballpark there in Denver. But Nolan so Arenado, <clears throat> Nolan yeah. Arenado got traded to St. Louis this year, and, and he proved that, you know, there is life outside of uh, Coors Field. He played really yeah, but, well but for but the Cardinals, you, but – he. He was a different player. Though. Yeah, he's true. A, he's he's, a he's more an all-around, but I, I don't know. I think Story would be my, my last option, but there's there's definitely some guys there. That, Javi Baez, um, potential, and these guys are all young. I mean, Correa yeah. is, what, 27? Baez is 28. You got guys that you can wrap up for the next five to seven years and, and still be. I'm, dude, there's no way I'd want to see <clears> them be thrown out a five, five or seven-year contract. on a Correa is going to want. Correa is going to want a seven-year I do. I, there's no way. It's just a matter there of, no, is, is it a good no fit here? Way. Yes. Because of but his it, relationship with it? Hinch. Is it worth it? I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. Will he bolster up that that lineup? Not only the lineup, he's automatically your captain. He's your leader. He's he's shown that he's a hell of a leader on the Houston team. Um, so you have some... Uh, he immediately makes you. You got a, You got another voice in the clubhouse. Yes, he immediately makes you significant again. I think the foundation is laid, just like the 2016. They had a foundation built around their pitching. Yeah, and then they sprinkled in, you know, Pudge in 05, Maglio in 06, some veteran leadership, Kenny Rogers to bolster up the back end of that rotation. Those little pieces that they put together that helped gel. You're talking about Kenny Rogers. Oh, oh yeah. Kenny Rogers. Yep, yep, yep. That bolstered up that young team, and that's what we have here. You have young talent that is ready to 
hit the scene. Yeah, but in 06, we really didn't have a young team. Their pitching staff was very young. That's all that was young. Everybody else was seasoned veterans. Well, you had Simo, you had Marcus I mean, Timms. Besides uh, Curtis Granderson and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I mean, but you had the the the, the guys on the – you know, like Pudge and, and, and Maglio. Now you look at this year, Grossman, he goes to 2020 club, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. He had a career year. You want that guy back on your team. You but, you want him back on your team. But where are you going to put him at? If you bring Riley Green up, where are you going to put a guy like that at? He's going to, he's going to, he's a platoon guy, number one. You can't put all your eggs in Riley Green. You no. got to, you got to have a backup. No, I, no, I believe me, I, I get you with you that. You can't overload him. And if you have, you have a guy, that's right comes ready to play every single game that if green needs a day off, there's Grossman or if green's not, you know, hitting the ball. Well, the Grossman will go in there. It, it, there's your veteran clubhouse leadership. The kind of guys that you want on the team. What do you think is going to happen with Eric Haas? They're going to extend him. You think so? I think so. I, I, I think he's done enough. Um, he commands that pitching staff real well with, um, uh, Wilford Brimley uh, going to miss all of next year. Jake Rogers. <laughs> I had to think about um, it for a second who you were talking about. <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Yeah. With, with, with him missing all of next year, that <clears throat> that kind of makes it a no-brainer. You have Grayson Griner, who eh, I think he's going to be the odd man out because I like what um, Gru, oh, I think his name, yeah. he came up six home runs. Um, plus, I like his walk-up music. My 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 type, but anyways, um, Barry Manilow, no, uh, Wage War, no, um, <coughs> nobody cares. So, and then is Ding Dingler, you know, ready to you know make that leap right now? I don't think so. So I I think it makes sense. <clears throat> What's Haas set up twenty five home runs this year? I mean, and, and yeah, I in, so. he was called mid May. You know, you you wonder what would have been the case. If he had been, you know, up with the team, but no one knew he was going to, I think when they brought him up, it was pretty much just like a, uh, to fill a role for a couple of weeks. And then he just, he was tear, tearing the lights off the ball and kind of forced their hand to keep him up with the team. So, yeah, I think that's a guy who you definitely, um, you need on the team, um, with his bat, he's clutch at times. He might not have the, the greatest catching stats, but I like the fact that he he's kind of the the captain when it comes to uh, you know controlling that pitch and staff, handling that pitch and staff. And that's what you need. I mean, <clears throat> and it's no disrespect to Jake Rogers. I mean, um, it, I just I don't think he was a strong enough guy at the plate mm -hmm. behind the behind the plate. He's great. got he's got more skills, great defensively, but going. But you need a guy that can still play behind the plate, mm -hmm. but he's got to produce. Sure. He's got to produce. And it, Haas had 22 home runs. 22? Yeah. He only batted 231, but... That's a Grossman. I think he had 60... Yeah, it's 60 RBIs. That's a Grossman. I think he ended up... A bat, 747 OBS. Yeah, batting about 240 OBS. or something, but... Yeah. I mean, these guys, another year of experience, you know, um, in, in an A.J. Hinch offense, a ran team, I, I I think it makes sense. It, it, you're not going to pay. It's not going to cost you a lot to re-sign either one of those guys, Haas or no. 
Grossman. I mean, you, you might it might cost you eight million a year, ten million a year at the most, but um, yeah. definitely some that, that in the clause, which is a lot to me. I, I that's that's huge when you're talking about 162 game season. You got to have guys in there. That, that's a grind. You know, the manager can only you know do so much. So you need to have players in there that are going to hold each other accountable, and those are the guys that are going to do it. Well, anyway, so let's get on with our next segment here. You ready? Yeah, what let's do it. Whoa. What did you say? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. What, what, what? what, what, what? So I got a what, what, what this week, and you got a what, what, what this week. So let's uh, let's see. So he decides to take part of in this search party. Turns out this search party was for him. <laughs> so <laughs> what? So first of all, I thought like and I'm not too versed with this, but I thought that <clears throat> it was really looked down upon in the like in the Middle East, Turkey mm -hmm. and Iran, Iraq, in the Muslim areas. To drink alcohol. Drinking. Yep. I thought that was like a... Well, they, they have kinda some... Like kind of like a no-no. They have a lot of other uh, substances, we'll say. I think uh, it was hookah. It, it, we have these uh, tea leaves. I forget what they're called. And it's funny because... Is that the one they chew on? Yes. So I used, to, I, used to work, uh, I used to work with a guy, God rest his soul, Ahmed. Um, just passed away recently. Um he would always have a bag of these like tea leaves. I used to tease him. I'm like, is that the grass clippings of Yemen? Because <laughs> he's from Yemen and it always looked like grass clippings. He's like, no, he'd have it just shoved in his mouth and his teeth. I forget. Cut. I think it's called cut, like K-U-T. Um, but they'll suck on that stuff and they'll like lace it with, you know, other things. And they'll they'll just sit there and chew on these tea leaves and get Really? Well, yeah. That's a, and it's actually uh, starting to kind of become quite popular in this country. Well, they're exporting. You know it. I'm going to say right now, when I get to work tomorrow, I got an individual I'm <clears> going <throat> to ask mm -hmm. about this. It's cut said stuff. Yep. So that that could be a possibility. What he was doing, uh, but yes, um, and I think he he walked around with the with the group for several hours before he realized that. Uh, so my question is this. Kind of fucking search party. Uh, they're looking for a guy. Yeah, they, well, they don't have pictures you of don't, the guy. You don't see who you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's, oh, he's hey, just go out look for this guy. Hey, we're looking for this guy right here. And oh, wait a minute, that present. Hey, that's you, present. I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like I mean, come on. I mean, let's let's be real here. Oh, that sounds like something like JP would do. I I could see JP like yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, falling see. out in the front yard, and then uh, I could see him disappearing, getting up and ending up over uh, on the other side of funny, uh, by funny the river. Say, funny you say that. There has been times uh, in my old neighborhood. We had a neighbor who, uh, big Michigan fan, um, he went missing <laughs> after a football game where everybody was uh, extremely intoxicated, 
And his wife was on a type of, has anybody seen him? Maybe, then, maybe that's why said individual never gets to go out anymore. And then, and then, and then we found him. Where was he? He was on his back deck. <laughs> Passed out. What was the weather like that day? It was cold. Yeah. It was cold. So, wow. So, so my what, what, what is. Role. Uh, in, and if you watch that Netflix Netflix documentary, they talked to uh, an attorney and he said that most situations where there is a conservator, the person that requires that isn't working. Well, okay. Britney Spears, you know, did did two albums, I believe. No, she did a huge she, tour. She did well, she was she also Vegas. in Vegas. Yeah. Um she earned upwards of like a hundred and something thirty million or something like that under this conservatorship. Yet she had an allowance. It felt like my last marriage here. She was only given like four thousand dollars a month. Her father was only giving her four thousand dollars a month to spend on. Uh, meanwhile, her estate was worth upwards of eighty million. So her complaint was he was like literally drugging her, like putting her on lithium and basically keeping her uh, quiet, we'll say. And uh, you, you'll have to watch it. it it's wild. It's, you said it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Hulu has one and CNN did another one. But the one, the one we watched was on Netflix. It's, it's pretty, pretty detailed. You feel really bad for it because it, it kind of goes back to the time where she kind of lost her mind. She shaved her head yeah, and yeah, went, uh, took the umbrella to a car. Yep. You'll, yeah. you'll kind of get a reason as to, you know, why one would act that way. Um, you know, the paparazzi and droves like chasing her through the streets and what a mess, what an absolute mess. But she, the basic premise is if you need a conservator, you usually, you, you don't have the ability to earn money. You don't have the ability to, you know, handle your own, um, finances exactly well she's proven that you know she's been very successful while under this you know long arm of of her father's law we'll say um so what a fucking dick by the way uh, unbelievable and what, you know he always said oh I, I, it's always in the best interest no he was making money hand over fist his attorney was making money hand over fist and her attorney who was supposed to be fighting for her was making money she, she, yeah, she, she made she fired that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, oh, he he ended up quitting. Oh, okay. The judge wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. He I, made three million dollars right out the rip on this case. Three million dollars. That's fucking crazy. And That's another crazy. thing the guy says, these conservators aren't 
you're not supposed to profit off of this. These these people have made so much money off of her just from basically having control over her expenses and telling her when she's going to work. Did, um, you, did you see that she did you see that she like got engaged recently? Yeah. Well, she, yeah. one of the big reasons why she wanted out of this conservatorship was she wants to negotiate a prenup. <laughs> and her father wouldn't allow her to do that. So, you know, she kind of got railroaded with her first husband and with that, that, that was, whole situation. Was, was that K-Fed? That was K-Fed, yeah. <laughs> so, um, K-Fed. Um, so her doing this, I think, almost proves that her dad right in the sense that, you know, she's kind of a loose cannon. Um, if she have the ability to go and post a picture, or she does. Anybody does. That's that's her right. Um, does it show that she's kind of unstable? Yeah, it, it does. So when you're in a situation where right now it's it's suspended until I think it's November 11th. Yeah, the judge could go in there and say you've you've shown you know no no signs that you're you're capable of handling yourself. You think that's gonna? You think all this shit's gonna backfire on her? <clears throat> Ultimately, I don't. I, I think they're going to go back to the 11 years, or I think it's 13 years. And the evidence that, you know, she has of, you know, the drug abuse and the fact that, yes, she has been profitable. She's always worked. You know, she could have said, you know, go to hell, and, and she chose not to. Um, I think all that compounded, the judge is going to say, you probably deserve, you know, a say in your own life. And, and ultimately... It, the judge will more than likely grant her that, but her doing this doesn't. I mean, I, I have posted any pictures like until I knew definitively left. Like, okay, I'm free because technically she's not yet. Yeah, and I wasn't gonna post pictures. I was gonna <clears throat> post the exact picture, whatever. But she's working out. She's looking good. She's working out. She look, she's we'll just good. say that she's looking good. But uh, um, I can't believe that. I can't believe that she's only like three years younger than me. <laughs> Well, you know, she she made it big, and I what, know when she was what fifteen. Oh, I know when that album hit. I know that was, uh, was I was in high school when that came out. Remember, I was working at Best Buy. I come walking by the the end cap the, and the, the oops, CDs, the and oops, I'm like, I did it again. And I'm like, who is? Yeah. I think every day I went over there, flipped it over. I'm like, yeah, damn, who? All right, cool. Well, so hey. yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that goes. But huge, huge, uh. Battle next week in the Big Ten. We didn't get into any of the uh, headlines. Uh, but Penn State, Iowa from uh, Iowa next Saturday, th uh, that's going to be the catalyst for how this Big Ten season is going to go. Yeah, it's going to be a good, uh, definitely a good matchup there. You, you got Michigan, uh, Northwestern, and uh, a State has to play Rutgers that just got molly by the Buckeyes. So, um, we we'll see. Uh, but what? Hopefully, we'll be, be back this week. Um, maybe, maybe midweek. I, I want to start doing um, uh, pickums. We'll pick five uh, games for the NFL. Maybe a couple of the college, and then you know the this next. Sounds like more work for me. No, it's not. I'll do it. I'll do it. Sounds like more work for me. Nope. I'll do it. I'll put a post up and uh, get people's take. Sounds like more for me. Nope. I got it. So, All right. Okay. Good. Well, hey, on that note, everyone yep. like that. It was. Yeah, it was. Great having you back yep. on again. Good to be it definitely back. was good to have you back on. Um and sitting across from each other. Yes. Um I trust that you're you're okay. 
I'm fine. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, we're out. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.